Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh man, great, great morning to you and yours. Hope you're having a great day. It's an incredible day to be alive and well with you on your Tony Basilio show. Absolutely incredible. Bino Jeff Henderson, great Monday to you, my friend. How you doing? Good morning, Tony B and Brian. Good to be back with you. Another beautiful week here in East Tennessee. And yes, sir, Brian Hartman and all the listeners and all the ships abroad. I'll say this. We we had a really, really, really... Let me clear my line here. Hang on a sec, Brian. We had ourselves a, a great weekend uh, sports-wise with our football team and the way the Lady Vols played and continue to make us proud as Americans. And li- there it is. Uh, and living East Tennesseans. How about that football crowd, guys? You called it, Bry. Right around 60K in the house. Thought it might be just a little bit more than that, but 58K is still great. It's incredible. You know what I love about the spring game, too? Is the spring game truly is not about who's playing. It's just about getting out. It's what sports should be about. It's about getting out amongst your friends and your community and your family and celebrating the fact that we get to celebrate the fact. And you know there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, that's what sports ought to be. Sports ought to be more like Tennessee's orange and white game and and less like some of the stuff where it's just all about money, where like a Zion Williamson just decides he's going to sit out the opportunity for his team to get into the playoffs because he doesn't feel like Zion but he's on a max contract, or Ben Simmons, you know, like, at any rate. I didn't mean to go there, but it is what it is. Boy, the NBA playoffs, those of you that bet futures in the NBA, more power to you because you talk about a crazy day in that league with all the injuries that happened. Whoa, wow. We have a lot to discuss, though. Speaking of injuries, You know, Jeff, I don't even know how to bring this up. Um, by the way, by the way, Evan Russell generally joins us on Monday. Today, tomorrow, he's going to join us. TLD Logistics Extra Innings. He's got something that um, takes precedence today in his life. So he'll be with us tomorrow with TLD Logistics Extra Innings, which means it's us. Uh, we've got two to play, and it's us. So if you want to jump in, 865-200-5402. And the question for you is this today. If you went to the spring game, what did you think? What you think about some of the young guys? Um, what did you make of the spring game? I'd really love to hear from you. And then the second question is, are you going to be coming to our Lady Vol listener watch party in June, late May and early June. That I put on the blog because Brian, that looks like that's what we're doing this year. Lady Vol listener, that, that'll be our opportunity in late May to get together as a fan base before the summer officially commences. You know those those baseball listener watch parties. The last couple of years have been just lights out fun, and and I think Brian, that's where we're heading this year. So you you really I, I wondered if you were kidding in the blog, but you're serious, right? I'm 100 percent serious. 
Why would I care about something like that? You know, do they have left field porches at the softball stadium? Because I'm thinking that maybe Marcos and company could move theirs down over there. Well, they absolutely. My friends at TLD Logistics, uh, my my man Marcos Garza. Um, you know, thing thing about baseball is, oh, baseball baseball lie to you. You can really turn around on you in a hurry. Let me ask Bino. I've avoided talking about. Hey, Jalen Hurts, by the way, five years, two fifty-five. Five years. That's what I'm talking about. Five years, two hundred fifty-five million dollars. For a guy who, when we saw him, said that that guy will never play in the NFL. That was my quote-unquote expert read on him. That's the biggest contract in league history, $180 million guaranteed. So for the working people, you stop and think about that for a second and get back to what you're doing. Bino, Jeff, I don't know what to make of this baseball team except to say they suck. They've urinated me off. They urinated me off over the weekend. They wasted that Lindsey guy's performance. Tony Valls in the dugout was exactly right. They did the right thing in starting him. It was the right move. But when you have a team, when you've constructed a team that can neither hit nor field, so while I praise Tony Valls for that, but they've constructed a team this year, and you're not going to get it right every year. Like, look at uh, Vandy last year when they took their lumps, and now they're back on top. You're just not going to get it right every year. It's kind of a tweener year for the Vols. The college baseball experts all thought that the starting pitching was going to be able to carry the day. I think Tennessee's starting pitching has gotten spooked by how bad those guys are behind them. I really believe that. Because those guys behind them are really bad. Beanstar, we have seen some coach pitch defense being played this year by the Tennessee baseball team. It's unreal. But things are never as bad as they seem, and sometimes they're never as good as they seem. And that might be the case with the Vandy series. I'm going to lay that out as we break it down scientifically. But Beanstar, your thoughts on the baseball balls right now? Because I know a lot of people are or getting off the wagon is it too soon be now well it's 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 not too soon to, maybe too soon to get off the wagon but it's certainly not too soon to panic it's you're at the midway point of the sec season uh and you're a month plus uh after the disastrous Missouri series to open the SEC, and you've made few positive strides since that point. I mean, there, there's just no way to sugarcoat it at this point. It, it's simply a bad baseball team uh, with understandably very little belief in themselves. Uh, I, I'm not an advanced stat guy. I'll let Matt handle the minutia like that, but uh, I don't need those to tell me a team that's in the bottom three in the league in average, runs scored, Hits, RBIs, first in the league in strikeouts, last in the league in fielding is not a good team. I mean, that's, and that's what this team's been. You throw on top of that what you talked about, a starting staff that's been unable to, to live up to its lofty expectations, and 
you get a season rapidly slipping away, and and that's what we're what we're watching now. I think the hope has to be uh, that you somehow reach 14 SEC wins, uh, which I think Vitello's first uh, tournament team had, and that's what Ole Miss had last year. Um, but you put yourself in a position now uh, where in order to reach that mark, you have to go nine and six in your last five series. Uh, and I, we'll have to see a team that's much more fundamentally sound, confident, and smart uh, to come close to reaching it, those 14 wins, which is probably what we're going to have to have. I mean, these guys are these guys are bad, boring right now, too, man. You know, like we've talked about Jeremy Pro football. It's so weird that they went from the funnest, greatest show on earth, which is how they sold their stadium out and built all the drama. They're bad, boring right now. That that dawned on me over the weekend. They were bad, boring. Bad, boring is not a good combination. Uh, that's that's. And they're bad, boring, and, and kind of dumb. Bad, boring, and self-inflicting. I mean, that double play ball the other night, when that occurred, and I was talking to lovely Laura, and I walked away from the screen because it urinated me. And I'm up here watching it, you know, in Pennsylvania still. And because I'm going up to see my son play this week in Stamford, Connecticut. And, and I was just like... You have got to be kidding me. She said, Tony, you're not going to believe what just happened. I said, what, a three-run home run? She goes, that's exactly what just happened. Because she went, oh, no. And I'm, I'm going, you got to be kidding. So they took that Lindsay guy's performance, Bino, and they urinated all over that kid. That's what they did. They just peed right all over his performance. How you, like, how do you do that, Brian? Also, how, do this, how do these guys do that? You have Jared Dickey lead off both games with a homer, and you get no momentum off that? None. Your offense just shuts down? None. How about this, Bri? The, the other team uh, the other night has a kid misplay a ball in the outfield, which is college baseball, and the ball falls for a double. You can't get that guy in. Yesterday, you have several opportunities to have a pretty good inning against a guy that's kind of leaky and wild, uh, and they keep hitting into just routine double plays. I mean, they're, they're not good. Listen, I love that our media locally is quoting the fact that we have the same record as Ole Miss at this time last year. I'm here to tell you that's the only thing those two teams have in common. Bino, am I lying? That's the only, only thing those two teams have in common. If you want to quote that, go for it. Knock yourself out. I'm not saying the season's over. But if you can't look at this team and call an ace and ace and a spade spade at this point and have your pet spayed or neutered, more power to you. You cannot field the baseball the way we do. You can't run the bases, Kavaris Tears. You can't do that the other night. You just can't. What's he running there for? What are we doing? And well, it's just transfers. a really, really fragile baseball team, Tony, that doesn't believe oh. in itself. And the first thing that goes wrong for them, uh, it just mushrooms. And they don't seem to have anyone that can step up and put a stop to that. Either 
either from a, a fielding or a pitching standpoint uh, or a hitting standpoint. Uh, this is a team that rarely ever scores any runs after a team takes the lead on them. Um, uh, they're, they're bad late in baseball games. And then to compound it, you, I mean, you, you do things that are just uh, are just Little League uh, mm-hmm. that you don't see in Little League. I mean, I, I don't know that I've ever seen – I don't know that I've ever seen two runners tag up in advance on a pop-up in the infield. I, I can't remember ever seeing that. And those are the type of things that are happening to this baseball team. Uh, right, right now, it's, it's, it's just a, a bad baseball team with no relief inside. There, it's not only happening to Ambino, but it's happening with regularity. And, and the numbers don't lie. On this team, the the numbers do not lie in league play. They are horrendous. Like if you take the other numbers offensively, and you want to, um, you know, count the crip games. Okay, fine. You, you kind of get the numbers to a more respectable position. When you look at the guys they've gotten out of that transfer portal in the league. It is insane how bad this team is. I'm going to give you some numbers here. Ahuna, who is supposed to be Bino, the number one player in the transfer portal. This is just the kind of year it's been for Tennessee. I mean, he's a celebrated, thought to be, before we got to look at him, Major League Baseball player. I mean, no offense to him. I don't see a Major League Baseball player with him. Do you, Bino? I mean, no offense. Uh, no, no, no offense to him. And Bino, you you come on a little strong with him a couple weeks ago, but you know, it turns out you were kind of right. This guy does not think. He doesn't stay in the game. He's just he's not instinctive. He's not a very good fielder. I mean, I don't know. He, it, I mean, he's hitting two sixty two. Okay, he's hitting two sixty two. Merritt is hitting 171. This is league play now. This is how you've compiled this, these numbers. These are the guys they brought in here through the NIL program and we're counting on. That's what this is. These are guys you, you paid. It's been miserable. Ahuna, 262 average, who strikes out. He's got 18 strikeouts in SEC play. It's a leadoff hitter. Leadoff hitter. Not walking much. I mean, what in the world? Merritt, 171. Denton's number is 163. This is a guy that hit the ball at Alabama. It is so strange. It's it's like it's like the the rest of the league started their season, and the Vols are still like in spring training or something. That's what the, that's what the, the weekend looked. And by the way, uh, Brian texted me, and he's right. Arkansas is not all that good. You're right, Bry. It isn't like you got swept by some great team. Arkansas's not. They're not some great team. They're okay. Yeah, I mean, I, my gosh. I think Florida's probably Florida and LSU the best two teams they played. Arkansas is a solid team, though, guys. They play solid baseball, and they they don't beat themselves. And they play great at home. 
Tennessee's three transfers, guys, if you take the numbers in league play, this is staggering. Ahuna Merritt-Denton are 25 of 126 combined. That's a 198 batting average in college baseball. They've struck out 53 times combined with Ahuna, who's supposed to be allegedly the number one player in the in the deal. 18 strikeouts in SEC play? I mean, I got news for you. If you ain't hitting in this league, you are not hitting in single A, you ain't hitting in double A, and you sure as hell are not playing Major League Baseball. No offense. Now, it could be, you know, the year because he got that suspension and all the, the question marks and the, the, the mentally he just never recovered from that. That could be the case, or it could be that that guy's kind of overrated. But something's happened here. And then Tennessee's catchers, Bino. The start guy's hitting 133 in league play, and Taylor's hitting 077. While leading the league in stolen bases surrendered. Look, I'm not here to beat on the baseball team, but we keep it real on this show, and nothing suggests to me that they're pulling out of this. Nothing. But there is hope. There, and you got to have some perspective here. I think Vanderbilt right now is a paper – Vanderbilt's a paper tiger. They haven't been tested at all. Vandy has played while compiling the record they've compiled in the league. Vandy has compiled a 13-2 and record in the league. They lead the league by two games. They've played literally nobody. Here's their schedule so far. Ole Miss, who's dreadful. Uh, at Mississippi State, who's dreadful. Georgia, who's dreadful. At Missouri, who's absolutely dreadful. And then South Carolina at home. They've played one team in the upper half of the SEC. Tennessee played at Missouri when, when they had pitching, and it was nine outside. Uh, they played um, A&M here at LSU, Florida, Arkansas. Vanderbilt could be a paper tiger. I mean, Bino was citing the numbers we have in the league. They lead the league, basically, in every offensive category. And how wouldn't you, Bino, after playing the competition they've played? How wouldn't you lead the league? How could you not lead the league? Yeah, we're. I mean, we're five series in, uh, and the stats that I threw out there were SEC-only stats, and they, they, can, they can still be somewhat misleading, Halfway in, based on uh, based on what your schedule has been, so I, I agree there, Tony. We've got, uh, you know, I think this transfer portal, especially coming into the SEC, is always going to be kind of a crapshoot uh, because you you never know who will respond positively to the move into this league and who it may chew up. Uh, and unfortunately, it 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 looks like it's it's chewed up. Most of our now Denton, uh, I've got I've got no reason uh, for him because he he was accustomed to this. But uh, uh, Ahuna and Merritt have not handled uh, the move to this league uh, very well. You know, you had a Dolander last year who you bring from Georgia Southern who comes and thrives in the league, and those and our two of our guys to this point uh, just haven't for whatever reason. 
that that's I'd say that's a difficult thing to do when you're evaluating uh, players out there uh, from other leagues because there just are no other leagues as good as this one. Um, you know, guys in the Pac-12, guys in the ACC, uh, Big 12, they're going to see good baseball, but uh, not year in, year out, top to bottom like this league. And, you know, looking at the league right now, LSU took the transfer portal and hit home runs on it. Tennessee was involved with the same guys. They just didn't get them. Um, Florida. Florida grabbed a couple guys off, you know, directional-type schools that are really having great seasons, surrounded by their people. It's just one of those years for Tennessee baseball, it looks like to me. And I wrote in the blog, we're going to continue to cover them. We're going to continue to talk about it. We're going to continue to watch it. Because to me, I I have the utmost faith that Vitello and those guys, they might have gotten burned in the portal this year. They won't next year. They'll get it right. They'll, they'll figure that thing out, and they'll get it right. But this has I, been I, a, I agree, Tony. I think those are two. Yeah. I think Vitello and Anderson are both really good program guys. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, you know, I, I I don't I don't know that they're the greatest baseball minds out there, but I do think they're very very good uh, organizational guys. Uh, and I, yeah. this we're paying the price, Tony, for for basically constructing what was a super team over a three to four year period, and now we're kind of at the restart point and uh that's right we we that's just, right. we put it out of our mind that we could ever go back to the restart point but that's where we're at vandy went back to the restart point last year uh florida went back to the restart point last year you know it's something that happens it, it's going to happen it, it, especially in that sport and you cycle through it here's the thing though right you, you look at where the balls are and i'm just honest about it when you take those three transfers and and then you add the fact that a catcher, you you, I mean, I don't know how to say this without saying it, so I'm just going to say it. And I don't mean to slight the local kids, but the one local. You just don't have, you don't have a league-ready catcher. I mean, when, you're, when they're stealing on you at will, and you got a guy hitting like 133. I mean, that's just that's not sustainable. That's just not going to work. And I think they may have had a little bad luck at that position, Tony, as far as recruiting. If memory yeah. serves, I think that we lost a catcher or so uh, that we had uh, that we had uh, in line to the draft, and then we had the kid from Austin P that made a decision to go elsewhere. I, I think that's a position they've had a little hard luck as far as the recruiting goes, but there's no question they need to go out and recruit and secure and get to campus a real catcher. Our Tennessee volunteers have made an offer in big sky country uh, out of the portal. So as soon as the, as soon as, the orange and white game ends. Tennessee getting active in the transfer portal. I will share that news with you. We will continue 865-200-5402 if you want to get in. This Tennessee baseball team, you know what they feel like to me? And this is what it feels like. And I, I might have written this on the blog today. 
but they feel like a team that won 110 games in Major League Baseball last year, and they backed it up with a 110 loss season the next year. That's what it feels like watching them. I mean, you talk about the wind going out of the sails. It is, um, well, it's just, it's it's mystifying how quick it's happened. It is it is utterly it is utterly mystifying how quick this is all quickly this has occurred. And is there relief in sight? I mean, I don't know that Vandy's as good as paper says they are, but geez, Tennessee right now, like Bino said, Tennessee's playing themselves. That's a tough spot to be in when you start playing yourself. That Lindsey guy. You know what that Lindsey guy was going to do with a normal team behind him? What is my, what is this thing doing? Oh, you know what I did, Bino? I downloaded the Fox Sports app so I could watch the Philadelphia Stars over the weekend. And Fox Sports is pushing, uh, they're pushing stuff at me every five seconds, Bino. What do you think of me downloading so I can watch USFL over the weekend? And by the way... I was in a store. I went into a Wawa yesterday, and I told the cashier, I said, go Stars. And he said, huh? And I said, Philly Stars. And he went, huh? And I said, USFL, man. I said, we started the weekend with a, with a win. He goes, what's that? <laughs> to, to paraphrase uh, the guy from out in Vegas, you watched that bleep? Not only was I watching it, I met my brother who was in Vegas for a week. He 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 flies in, right? And he hadn't had anything to eat all day, okay? So we meet at this restaurant downtown and um I'm turning off all notifications on this darn thing. Anyway, so he uh <laughs> we meet downtown and I've got that thing on my phone. He looks at me and goes, man, you're never going to change, are you? <laughs> you love that minor league football. <laughs> Take a brief time you out. You do you, Tony B. You do you. And the Vols are doing something from Big Sky Country. We'll talk about it after this. Spread the word and get the app at TonyBasilio.com for Android and iPhones. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Escobars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 Bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. TB, back with you. Tennessee has offered an offensive lineman 
from Wyoming in the transfer portal. Uh, his name is Emmanuel Pregnon. Pregnon, uh, ladies and germs, at Wyoming, when you look at him, he's a big dude now. He's a guard. He is 6'6", 320 pounds, and uh, he's a young man that um, is originally from Wyoming. He's a chemical engineering major at Wyoming, really smart guy, and he's somebody who's also been offered by Auburn, by UCLA, Kentucky, uh, etc. So, um, and Tennessee has offered him. Big old fella. Make no mistake about it. Other schools that are on him include Penn State, Arizona State, Washington State, Colorado, Oregon, Purdue, and Arizona. He entered the portal on Saturday. He first joined um, Wyoming back in 2020 but didn't play. And, of course, that was the COVID year. 2021, his first official redshirt season. He's originally from Denver, by the way. Um, this past season, he played 625 snaps at right guard. And so um, he'll have three years to play three seasons and be immediately eligible. There you go. I'm looking at an article that cites a bunch of um, pro football hocus-focus numbers on offensive linemen. But, you know, I'm just not much of a pro football hocus-focus guy in the way they grade people. I guess that's a shortcoming of mine. Yeah, I, I'm I more of an ATS yeah. guy myself. <laughs> well, I be- listen, I barely have enough bandwidth for the numbers that matter, oh, let yeah. alone some mumbo-jumbo made-up nonsense on offensive linemen. Got it. Like, here, this I article mentioned. I'm reading. Tell me what this means to you, okay? I'm going to read this to you. Pragnon played 625 snaps at right guard, earning a 73.9 grade, according to Pro Football Focus, number 54 in all offensive guards in college football. He had an average pass protection split of 70.5, but ranked in the top 50 for run blocking, 74.5. Brian Hartman, do those numbers mean anything to you? You're a big number guy. Whoever watched enough of these guys to put together stuff like that, I'll say they've got my utmost respect. But they're making it up. Remember, they had Gitmo. I mean, I'm not trying to throw shade at Gitmo here. Remember that one year our fans in the offseason were tech? They were just blowing me up. They were like, Tony, he's the second-best quarterback in the SEC. And I said, says who? And they said, says pro football focus. And I said, Pro football hocus focus. There's no way that's true. That's hocus pocus pro football focus. Just made up nonsense. But this guy, according to the people I trust, and X was just looking at his film, and X likes him. X said, big guy, a lot of upside. 
He said Tennessee is also kicking the tires on a portal safety as well. More to come. But um, Tennessee are already getting active in the transfer portal. 865-200-5402 if you want to join. Here's, here's a question, okay, on this baseball team. What do you think? Because me and Bino both think they are not good. And we're going to be honest. Bino, I'm not going to speak for you. I don't know if when the opponents lessen, if you just start magically winning because you do so many losing things. You share that, Bino? And the margin for error is so slight. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you just rattle off a bunch of wins. I do think Vanderbilt's start is certainly a byproduct of who who they've played. But Tennessee can't even, they just can't even win the layup games. That that Lindsey guy was going to pitch six innings Friday. That's what was going to happen. And they can't even get out of their own way on a routine double play ball. That's a routine play. That's high school baseball. Yeah, we're... Um... We, Tony, in order for this thing to happen, in order to make the postseason, this team is going to have to flip the switch because it's hard to find anything that they do well. Um, you, they would almost have to revert to uh, the Texas A&M series being what, what we see going forward and all the other stuff just automatically disappear. I agree with you. I just don't think they're fundamentally sound enough uh, in almost any area uh, to make you believe that the the switch is just going to flip. And the back half of the schedule now doesn't appear to be uh, to ease up. I mean, it's going to ease up some, uh, but uh, Kentucky and South Carolina both look to be much better than we expected them to be uh, going forward. So, uh, you know, I'm hopeful. You you always hold out that hope in baseball that the that the things just you start to get a few uh, clutch hits and and it gets contagious, just like uh, things falling apart gets contagious. So we'll see. But I, I agree. I just don't see enough sound areas on this team to make that type of run. I hope I hope I'm wrong. One last and thing I'll, about a hoot, and I'll yeah. shut up and let and let the callers get in here. But yes, sir. My uh, my problem with Ahuna is 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 not at the plate. You're right. He strikes out. He strikes out too much for a guy that doesn't provide a whole lot of power. Uh, but I think he's our third leading hitter in league games. Uh, uh, that's not saying much with the way that we've we've swung the bat in league play. But he is third on the team at about 269. And uh, um, but my my problem with him, Tony, is in the field. Uh, probably my worst take in 20 years of bad takes on here was after watching him a few games telling Evan Russell that I thought he might be, had a chance to be the best defensive shortstop we've seen since Condridge. Condridge could walk out there right now at 69 or whatever he is and pick it better than Ahuna. And you cannot have, you cannot at any level of baseball, you cannot have a shortstop who's a defensive liability, and he is. I mean, that. Yeah, okay, the the throw from Moore the other night wasn't like on the money. Dude, you're you're a division one player. Catch the damn ball. I mean, geez. 
He has to be the best defender on the field. Your shortstop has to be the best defender on the, on the field. And the ball. Ahuna, bless his heart, is not close. Catch the ball. Taylor, welcome in on a Monday. And I, I'll say this for Tony Valls. Tony, you've made us care about baseball to the point where your team's going to get ripped and drug a little bit on the show. I mean, you know, hey, that's part of the deal here. Taylor, welcome in. Uh, hey, hey, Tony, Bino, uh, Brian. Uh, I just think, I don't think you make Team USA and you have uh, scouts that say you are one of the best defensive shortstops in, in, in collegiate baseball. I, I so, so my eye test with this season tells me something's wrong, and I think the guy's got to be injured. I don't see defense doesn't slump. He plays on the turf with true bounces. I just cannot believe that we're looking at a healthy Maui Ahuna because, again, you don't lose, uh, you don't go from an elite defensive shortstop to uh, less than mediocre. Uh, I just, I just can't believe that he's not injured, Tony Bino. I just, I just can't. But you know what? It would fall right in line with getting a guy from Alabama who hid in this league the whole time and who, like, looks like he's lost. It's just part and parcel of what we've seen this year, T. And it's what happens to teams that are going to lose games. It's just really weird, man. It's weird. Well, you know, I I put some stats together, and and, just, you know, hear me out, because I think this is absolutely one of the key problems. This team is green. They're inexperienced on offense and defense. All the position players have zero full-time starting experience at University of Tennessee prior to the season. Tony, I don't think in the history of the ridiculous, you know, what do we have, eight collegiate baseball polls, I bet in the history of them having all those polls that there's not been a preseason top ten team that's replaced the entire hitting lineup and every position player. It just doesn't happen. So I don't I don't understand. Collegiate baseball had Tennessee ranked 34 in the nation. Remember how Evan Russell was uh, using that as a motivation tactic prior to 22? Well, that was absurd. Collegiate baseball had Tennessee number five going into the 23 season, and we have no returning starters. It makes zero sense. The, the euphoria of the last, I'll argue, two and a half seasons because 2020 was cut short because of COVID, but the euphoria certainly of the start to 2020, the, the College World Series 21 team and the best team we'll ever see in my lifetime in 22 led to so, such unrealistic expectations, but not only from fans, which I understand, but particularly the national media, it just, it's, it's absurd. And if you look at that, Tony, I know people say that we got, we got three, three portal transfers. One's a junior, one's a graduate student, one's a senior. Only one of them played SEC ball, Tony. And, That's right. uh, the other thing is they're net new. I mean, you need the reps. You need the clubhouse. Uh, continuity and chemistry. You need the, the traveling on buses and charter jets. You, you, that, the 22 team had it. This team is a total gut job and rebuild based on the Major League Baseball draft. And how we didn't see this coming is, is kind of naive. Well, well I, I think a lot of people thought the pitching would be so good, uh, Taylor, that it would give them a chance to catch up. Uh, and it 
but I don't I don't think I don't think even pitching at the level that they did last year uh, that Not this team could runs. have overcome some of the shortcomings. And you're exactly right on on a, uh, on most of of what you what you've said there. My biggest fear coming into this year was based on our success last year and the way that we openly celebrated it from start to finish. We were going to be circled on everyone's schedule that we played. And it was a group that hadn't earned that, that circle. And I was afraid they might not be able to carry the load of that circle. And, and they haven't been. They haven't come close. Yeah, they, they haven't. And, and you're exactly right. And, and, and I would add just what you stated, the euphoria from the last two and a half seasons and the very deep returning pitching staff that we had coming in obviously clouded reasonable people's judgment. But, I mean, to be number two preseason with what I stated is absolutely absurd. And and this is a rebuild, a total gut job. Yeah. But but here's the thing, and, and as you stated, right, bulletin board material literally and figuratively was created by the 21 and 22 teams. I don't regret they were absolutely phenomenally fun to watch. I'm not yep. downgrading them at all. But yep. this is exactly made this. Do you think there's a it's a coincidence that every road series we play this year, the the home team sets a record in attendance? It's neat. Uh, do you it's think neat. that they're putting I mean, pictures it's cool. up in the dugout? Yeah. Well, well, you know what? And here's the thing: we're all learning, right, as college baseball fans here, of which I've been one for about four seasons. But we're all, we're all kind of learning. And one thing you learn is Vanderbilt last year was down, and Tennessee went into their building and took their lunch money, and we celebrated yep. like it was real because it was real at the time. And these teams that are beating Tennessee right now are celebrating like it's real because it's real to them, but it doesn't mean it's permanent. Like that just that's a that's going to be a sport of flux. And Bino's right about the portal. If you look at what Florida did in the transfer portal this year. Florida basically went out and got four or five guys and remade their deal, uh, their everyday lineup. And they've gotten away with it because they had enough mainstay-type uh, talent there, and they've just put it together and had a better season. Tennessee went into the portal this year, Taylor, and I'm not blaming those guys. It is what it is. But they went miss, miss, miss. And that's hard. You know, Lindsay's their hit. Lindsay's their hit out of the portal. And ordinarily, you'd celebrate him if you had a – a team that had a decent lineup. I mean, Vanderbilt right now has uh, we have we have uh, Vanderbilt's lowest hitting guy is two seventy nine in in the league. Tennessee's got two players that are hitting over that, and I know they've played an easier schedule, but geez, Louise, man! I mean, nobody puts the bat on the ball when it matters for us. Nobody. Well, here's I, I, I agree the the hitting with runners in scoring position and SEC play is atrocious. I don't know what the cumulative batting average is. I would say it's south of two forty in the league, which is very very poor. I I think the team I think the team's going to rebound. Not don't get me wrong, rebound to make the postseason. I, I think I think here's how we're going to do it. I think we're gonna we're gonna have a resurgence in our pitching. I don't I don't think you're going to continue to see what we've seen from, from our starting pitching. We have such a deep uh, bench on uh, from in the bullpen. Some of those guys can be repurposed as starting pitching. I think they'll figure that out. I think we're going to start getting some clutch hitting. And here's, here's how I think are the guys 
who need to continue to show leadership and, and probably amp that leadership up for the second half of the season if we're going to be able to make postseason and do any damage in postseason. Again, this is a rebuilding year. Next year, I expect better. This, we've got the right coach. We've got the right coaching staff. I think recruiting's phenomenal, but we need Dickey. Dickey's been a stud. We need him to continue to step up. I've seen, you talk about a kid that has a huge heart. Christian Scott is a competitor, and he's showing some leadership and some and some uh, pizzazz, and I think he's going to continue. I think we need to get more from Christian Moore, no pun intended. Burke's got to step up and show some leadership. And then we've got those veterans, Kirby, Connell, and, uh, and Camden Sewell. And I think, I think if those guys st- step up, continue to show leadership, and maybe amp it up, uh, I think this, this is a, a salvageable season in terms of postseason. Uh, I'm not giving up on the baseballs. I, I think uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna rebound, Tony, and have a good end to the season. But listen, this schedule does not ease up. We thought it did at the beginning of the year. Nobody expected South Carolina is a legitimate top five team. Somebody, some folks would argue they're the best team in the nation. They're a legitimate top five. Kentucky surprised me as well. I think Kentucky is not fool's gold. I think they're legit top ten, top twelve team. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming, Tony. <laughs> we the SEC. It's always it always means more. It's always the best conference uh, in America, particularly uh, even in baseball. Certainly in baseball, but I tell you, it's gotten better. This this transfer portal has oh. uh, has made teams that were b- below average superstars virtually overnight, and it hey, is hey, a murderer's role. At at the portals helped everybody but one team. Tony, and we got to deal with G-C-O. that, and that's the truth. You, you and listen, and you can make excuses up for Huna if you want, and you can make excuses up for the guy from Cincinnati if you want. But the truth is, other teams, Florida got a couple guys out of directional schools that are hammering the ball. So if you want to make your excuses, make your excuses. But the truth is, the portals helped everybody. But uh, we got Rick Barnes transfers. I don't know how that's happened, but it's just a year it's been. And I appreciate the call. Thank you. Let's go back to our phones. I mean, Bino, I hate to use that term, but that is the truth. We we went and got our we went and got our players out of the Rick Barnes uh, portal. I think that's always going to be a hit or miss deal, Tony. No uh, doubt. Especially coming into this league, and uh, like I say, Dolander was a huge hit, uh, and we we just so far haven't seen that out of the guys that we got. Uh, uh, for this year, and uh, my my hope is is Taylor's, and that would be a nice sign for this team to turn around. But uh, it, it's far from a belief from what I've seen so far. It's a hope. Back to our busy phones we go. Let's grab our next call. W. Lynn, welcome in. Oh, my friends, compatriots, are doing today? Well, brother, I've been better. I mean, I'm sitting there screaming to. at my device over the weekend. I'm with a family member, and they're saying I'm at their place, at their house, and I'm watching because I'm because I'm because I do my job here. And they're saying, "What's wrong with you?" And I said, "I'm screaming at a college baseball game." And they said, "What?" <laughs> yeah, they don't. Well, they don't follow much Penn State baseball up there, do they? I would say no. And the answer, no, they follow the Penn State ice hockey and the wrestling. They love the wrestling up here. Yeah. First thing I want to say, uh, gentlemen, is uh, God bless John Wilkerson. I listened to the last two games on oh, the radio. Oh, my gosh. 
and that man, we get a man on base, and he tries to be so positive, and he's great. He's and uh, what summed up the entire series was, I think it was game two. We had a, we had men on first and second, no out. And the way he described it is that we hit a screaming line drive right to the shortstop. He caught it and touched second with double play. And we got oh, one man right. on with uh, two outs, yeah. and he says, the luck Tennessee's having this year is just bad luck. And you know what, W. <laughs> you remember that play? Oh, absolutely I remember it. Because I'm thinking to myself, we're getting ready to get back in this game here. And, and then yeah. – and then um, – Friday night, as soon as we made that stupid error on the double play, comes a home run ball. Like, it yep. is clockwork this year in these games. It is, it's like a bad script almost. It happens every single – I would love to see what the number is, and I'm sure somebody's kept it somewhere, of number of runners inherited – or not inherited, but who have made their way on by fielding mistakes – who have crossed the dish. I would bet you that number is 70%. I would bet you guys. It's It's going to be so high, sky high. But, uh, Bino, I was looking at your number, too. That's what I was saying, go 14 and 16. And uh, I really think the next four series before we go to South Carolina, we got to go eight and four. We need to win the next four series. Yup. Put it this way. You get swept by Vanderbilt this weekend, which is possible. The way this team's playing, anything's possible. It is time to start playing your freshman class and getting ready for 2024. Can I get an amen from you guys? I'm being serious here. If you if get we swept, got swept you guys, at home, yes. <laughs> you got to start thinking yeah. about playing. And, and maybe you play your kids and you catch fire. But at some point, I would think i got to take my freshman class and say, okay, who can play? Am I wrong, Beanstar, that we're getting close to that? No, I, I think we're we're really close to that, Tony. And you're right. If he, if you get swept at home, uh, then from from that point you have to go nine and three. This team ain't going nine and three. No, it isn't. But uh, I'm you know I'm gonna keep pulling for him. I, I you know sure. I encourage people this weekend. I think it's gonna be pretty good weather to get over oh, there and awesome. raise cane and help us out. You know, a little get bit. out there but, and uh, support these guys, and let's see if we can. You know, the 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 uh, Friday starter for Vanderbilt without their their big horse has been kind of a an area where you can sort of get to them. Let's see if we can shake that first game because Vanderbilt is a product of their schedule. Now, don't get me wrong; they throw some impressive yeah. numbers, but but if they had played our schedule, I'd like to see their record. Which I will ask I Chris me that tomorrow. I'd like to see their record if they had our schedule. And, Tony, I was glued to the TV also watching the USFL. And my I thought about you. Loose. And I hate those uniforms. I don't know where they came up with that nonsense. They're, they're hideous. It's not the old uniform. You know, no. It's, it's, no. And, and they, they rebooted a uniform that didn't need a reboot. Now, the Mahler uniform needed a reboot. But y'all's uniforms was gorgeous, man. And I don't know yeah. the color scheme. I mean, no offense, but they look like Titans Light out there. That's what Laura said. Look like the Titans Light. Uh, they look like some team from Michigan. They had an M on their sleeve, you know. And, uh, Horrible looking. That, spe- that, that speedboat on the 
helmet just Horrible. looks like somebody threw paint against the wall. You know. But, but I'll say this. I'll say this. That was a great football game played in April that about um, a couple hundred thousand people watched, you and I included. You and, and you I know, included. It was kind of funny on Saturday and Sunday. It was almost like the AFC on one station, NFC on the other. We had the XFL on a couple of stations. That's right. And the USFL on. That's know. right. And me and you, Tony, we watch it. I know Bino doesn't, right? Bino's going to watch Case Cookus. He's going to develop Case Cookus fever before a season's over. The finest quarterback in all football, I'll tell you. Hey, Bino, Friday, were you playing that senior softball in a tournament and you weren't here Friday? I, I was, W. Lynn. You got to give that up. We got to have you, Bino. We got to pull this baseball team through. Damn it, Bino. You got to give that hey. up, Bino. Bino, did you do better in the baseball balls, Bino? Tell the truth. Uh, we actually won the tournament. Keep right That's on three. cooking, Bino. Keep on doing it, Bino. As a great Eddie Kendrick once said, keep on trucking. Hand. Keep on trucking, Eddie Kendrick. Hey, Bino, the three best Eddie Kendrick uh, solo tunes are what? Oh. Keep on trucking's a great jam. Keep on trucking's okay. It's not. It wouldn't be one of my top three, Tony. You have to give me a second. Give you my top. All three. right, solo jams. Okay, how about with the Temptations? What's this? What's your favorite Eddie Kendrick performance with the Temps, Beanstar? Uh, uh, just my imagination's probably my oh. favorite that he did. Ah. Oh. Um, uh, that might be I what love we're going to be singing in a couple weeks. Just my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love your my everything. In fact, when Tony that's, Balls that's comes right. on later in the week, I might have yeah. I might have uh, I might have Brian cue that up for Tony Valls. Serenade him with your my everything. Or uh, or the great uh, Clifford Curry. She shot a hole in my soul. Interesting. <laughs> thank you, du thank you, W. Lynn. You're my man. Great show. Yep. Hour two on the radio on the way next. When we continue, we'll get some more calls in. Tennessee has offered. They're getting active in the portal. And what about our basketball team in the portal? They had a couple guys in over the weekend. What's the deal, Benny Heal? As we continue with more on the other side right after this. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie. And you're listening to 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. 
This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931 938-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. I've got Miles Johnson on the phone. He's going to let us know everything that's going on at Foodland. Miles, how are you this morning? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. Well, it's another week, so I know you got some more great specials for all the good folks out there. Oh, yeah. The ad that runs all week has whole New York strips for $5.99 a pound, assorted pork chops for $1.59 a pound, fresh corn on the cob, four for $1.99, and Niagara drinking water 24-pack, three for 10. Wow, great deals. And, of course, as always, you are open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., and you're located right there on West 7th, right near the post office. So, Miles, I appreciate you every week, buddy, and uh, you guys have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week, okay? All righty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. All right, that was Miles Johnson from Foodland, and again, check out all those great bargains you can get there, and again, they're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., right there on West 7th Street, right near the post office. The NASCAR Cup Series. Here they come, making their way now through the triable. Speed begins to pick up. Short track swing is over. Now there's a problem. Oh, and a crash in turn number four. Three cars involved. One of them was Daniel Hemrick. Which means it's time for Super Speedway Racing in Alabama. Bubba Wallace into the wall, steaming to the line. Ross Chastain will win. It's the Geico 500. Sunday, April 23rd at 1 p.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. TB back with you, 865-200-5402. We were talking about the basketball deal and the transfer portal uh, a little while ago. I'll give you an update as to uh, what happened over the weekend in terms of the two visitors that were on campus. 
865-200-5402 if you want to join. Bino, how are our Yankees doing thus far? I've won uh, every series so far except for the one against the Twins, and they split it. So, I liked Rocco well, Baldelli okay. the other day with your pitcher, who they let go and wash his hands, Bino. What would you think of the umpire telling him to go wash your hands in between innings? And Baldelli said... If you're going to do that, then why are we checking these guys for substances? I got to say, I agree with Baldelli. Uh, my, 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 I agree with Baldelli, and the the okay. the best thing that's happened so far is uh, the Yankees put IKF in there against Minnesota when they were getting clobbered, uh, and he he was throwing it about 35 miles an hour, and the umpire just waved him straight onto the dugout. I'm not checking you. He went over and acted like he wanted the. I, I got to ask you this, okay? So baseball's done some tweaks to the rules, which I think have made the game better. And a lot of people don't like them. I like them because I think the game was becoming a little stale. More, so, so more power on baseball. Yay, baseball! Here's a question for you, Bino. What do you think of this thing now, where we put position players in to finish out blowout games? I think they need to do away with that because what are these numbers that these guys are accruing in these games? These are fake numbers. Yesterday, the Reds had a guy pitching, literally, literally throwing the ball slower than batting practice. I mean, you should have to be able to throw a ball at a certain speed. This guy was throwing the ball at literally 45 miles an hour. Literally. Looked like me. Well, at least now I think you have to be uh, down 10 runs before they'll allow you to do it, Tony. Uh, and I, I think it happens so infrequently that I don't have a huge problem with it. Um, it's it's such a small sample size over a long season. I, I don't think it's going to skew the numbers very much. They face so few batters, too, so I, 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 don't, I don't really have a problem with it, I guess, to – to save real arms that you need, uh, you need going forward. And I like just about it. I haven't seen anything that I don't like about the rule changes. I think the shifts brought the ground ball back into the game, which needed to happen. There's more action. And I don't think that we've robbed anything that matters from the game with the clock. I, I, I hitters standing around there, adjusting their gloves and themselves and everything else is nonsense. And, so is a pitcher just standing and standing and standing out there. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you saw the thing, and then we'll go back to the phones. I don't know if you saw the thing that happened over the weekend with Bellinger, who was going – no, it wasn't Bellinger. Who was it? it? was going back to L.A. with the Cubs and got an ovation. Who did the Cubs sign off the Dodgers roster? Anyway, somebody help me out. Bellinger was there, ovation. right? Bellinger went to the Cubs, right? That was him, okay. So he got an ovation. Always trust your first instincts. So he got an ovation from the crowd, and he stepped out to acknowledge the ovation. You know, you know what the home plate umpire said? Strike one. You're not in the box. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you do have to have a little common sense. I mean, the robo-ups aren't out there yet. So do use a little common sense in certain situations. Uh yeah, that guy would have made a great uh, Sadducee, Pharisee, or uh, SEC basketball referee. Let's go back to the yes, phones. Yes, old school Thompson Bowling Arena usher. 
<laughs> That's good. Back in the old days. To the youngsters out there, when we used to call that thing, when Doug Dickey was the AD, and he was, uh, the, we used to call him the tall guy. And they used to ha- we used to call those greeters in there the tall mark greeters. They were the most unfriendly. Beanstar, my lion. They were the most un... One day I was with um, Mark Griffin, and we were talking to Mark Ingram and his wife Amy on time, and he's now the AD at UAB. And this tall mark greeter at halftime of the game comes over and says to me, you got to move. I said, why? Well, you're blocking the aisle. I said, there's nobody here. Yeah, but you're blocking the aisle. I said, yeah, and there's nobody here. Yeah, but you're blocking the aisle. I said, and there's 2,000 people here. And Griff looked at me, and he's like, you're not going to escalate this, are you? And I'm like, and then Griff turns around and says to the guy, look, man, there's there's like 500 people here. Like, we're both looking at the guy like, but he was, you know, it was Bellinger, and it was strike one, because that's what the clock says. You know what I'm saying, Bino? It's like, yeah, that's a really good, uh, that's a good pull by you, to pull that out of the deep recesses of your brain. Let's go back to the phones. What I'm looking for this hour is what did you think of the spring game? Give me your thoughts. Selden is a great athlete. Tennessee's got some really nice players in this class. Some really nice players in this class. Tennessee offered today an interior offensive lineman from Wyoming. Uh, and they're also involved with a safety. And you'll see something come out here shortly on that. So I want to know what you thought. Uh, and then with our baseball team, our baseball team is um, they're dangling right now. Their season is borderline in peril, that baseball deal. That, that thing is uh, going to be really close to spinning out of control on them. Uh, I, I'm not here to cast aspersions on them or... Uh, I, I'm rooting for him. I think Bean Stars, we're, we're all rooting for him here, but whew, I mean, they play an ugly brand of baseball to this point, midway through the SEC season. That's some ugly, ugly stuff. Let's go back to our phones. And to Tony Valls, I'd say, caduce to you, sir, because your team pisses me off, which Tennessee baseball makes me feel something. So I guess that's something, right, Bino? It's something that I sat there sure, all weekend. Yeah. Sure, we have expectations you know, for the program now, and that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, one of my family members is like, what are you watching? Because I'm in Pennsylvania, and I'm true blue over here. I'm watching it, and they're going, what are you getting mad about? And I go, uh, it's Tennessee baseball. And they go, what? Huh? Because the Vols are like sweating the Phillies right now. The Phillies are the sillies, and the Vols are urinating me off. So baseball is aggravating me right now. But I do my best I do my best work when I'm aggravated. Thank goodness, Bino, the Stars got that W over uh, uh, W Lynn showboats over the weekend. And by the way, shout out to anybody that watched it with me. It was incredible. Some alt football on a Saturday afternoon. It was a beautiful thing. Let's go back to the phones. I'm just glad Six, W Lynn was around to talk to you about it. 865-200-5402. Bino, one of these days, you and I are going to have a USFL slash uh, Lady Vol softball watch party. 
and thousands are going to attend. You think if we threw later in the year, Bean Star, back toward the uh, toward the season, a Lady Vol listener watch party for the like the World Series, we'd get people there? Absolutely. I think people want to get together, Tony. Yeah, that's a really fun. That's a fun sporting event. I hope they can get there because if you you can get that far in that deal, that is a fun, fun, fun special sporting event on the American sports calendar. Back to the phones we go. Goldbricker, what's up? Well, guys, I'm going to do a couple things. Uh, I'm going to touch some bases here, which our baseball team is uh, having a hard time doing here over the last couple of weekends. Yeah, don't uh, hey, don't hey, Goldbricker. Don't get picked off and get off your earpiece for me, but don't get picked <laughs> off, okay? Okay. Well, no, uh, we've got uh, coming to kind of talk about the spring game there, which which I I did attend, and nice. uh, it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It was uh, parking was. Uh, hard to find uh they're getting there closer to i got there about an hour early and i end up having to park over by the city county building and now, now uh, why is that why why would parking I, be harder there than everything was i don't i mean that's a great question i don't really know because i mean like i said they, i think they, had, they announced fifty-eight thousand, but they were all parked up at campus and at g10 and wherever else that were parking the baseball stadium the music building everything was full so However, you went to try to go find a parking spot. There was not one, and uh, but it was it was it was a good time. It went by super fast. I think it was ten minute like running quarters, and I don't think there was much of a, a halftime. But there was a lot of young talent out there. That's for sure. There was the uh, Selden guy. This Selden guy is going to be a great player, man. You can just say Selden's going to be good. I think that Ethan Davis is, might is, might actually be a player too. But he heard his car, but I hope that isn't a sign of something to come. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it just it looked like a – I mean, it's, it's so hard to take anything from those games. And I mean, it's even – it's becoming harder and harder yeah. the, the, the further we've been down through this thing. But, uh, I mean, it's I, I like Heupel's I mean, honesty. Like, hey, hey Goldbrick, do you see Heupel's honesty? Heupel said that's not football. Yeah. Right after the game was yeah. over. He said, you know, it's fun. Great thing our fans got to got together and – did their thing, but he said that's not football. What just happened out yeah. there? He said, "We how do you judge yeah. anything from that? It's not football." So there wasn't a whole lot to take from it, but it was a good good time to get get into Neyland Stadium and just do, do that, and uh, so that, that was fun. But mm-hmm. had a good weekend with the uh, with our uh, with our Alphabet Football League. There, my Seattle Sea Dragons are keeping their hopes alive to to stay in the XFL playoffs. There, so. Good to see that. <laughs> Bino, you have a thought on that? The Seattle, we've got two competing uh, alphabet leagues right now, and the Sea Dragons. Is that Danucci? Is that is he the quarterback? Yeah, of, uh, yeah, yeah, that's Danucci. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Eyes on. Dominic Danucci. I think. Looking. I think I was having such trouble finding anything on that cable down there where we were in, in Alabama, in the armpit Alabama, uh, that I believe I saw a little a little documentary about a game between the the Sea Dragons and Orlando squad. Yeah, the Guardians. Yes. 
the yes, Orlando it was, it Guardians, was who, who hold the distinction of being maybe the worst team in alphabet football. Yeah. Which is something. I mean, you know, it's. Uh, and they almost Golden took down. Football. They almost took down Goldbrick Seagrags. Say? Yeah. But, you know, I know you're a closet fan. I know when you were out there a couple weeks ago over there in Tunica, you were betting some XFL. I know it, Bino. You got your USFL future plays in on my stars. I know you do. <laughs> you can come with it, Bino. No place for Mike. Well, we got the we got the receiving core too, man. Stars got the receiving. Oh yeah, core. we're fun well, to that, watch. That Caleb Williams guy. Or, yeah, you're talking about that. But yeah, I'm kind of just bouncing back on the the spring game just for a second. Yeah, yep. that Caleb Williams guy looks like he might be the the real deal. Holyfield too. There, that that catch he made and stuff. But I just want to move on to baseball here. Let's get into the elephant in the room, I guess. Here, I don't know. You know, it's interesting. I kind of like. When you think it, when you look at Vanderbilt and you look at kind of us, and I'm not trying to say that like these things are two mirror images, but when you kind of look at it, you said kind of brought the thought into my mind that uh, you know the way that their schedule that they started with versus what they were going through, you know, because like coming into the SEC league, everybody was thinking like, oh, they're not very good. Then they kind of basically get the bottom half of the SEC, and then they get their confidence back. We're yep. playing decent coming into the SEC schedule. Didn't we just run through this absolute gauntlet? I think we've just lost whatever, you know, sort of confidence that we might have had coming into that. I don't know that you can get it back. I mean, you know, I don't Brian know. Hart I mean, I hope to time, God you can. You. Well, well, Briny Boy at the time said that the – Missouri series is going to hang around Tennessee's neck like an albatross. And I'll be if he wasn't right. Because I'm not sure that they've ever mentally recovered from going up there and booting one ball after another, looking uh, rudderless and leaderless, playing uninspired baseball for three consecutive games. I- I'm not sure that they – and I know they swept A&M and – it looked like the thing was back on the track, but I'm not sure. I think that was when the DNA for this club was imprinted on them. And they became who they Yeah, were. I think so, too. You know? I, Brian yeah, might have been I, right. That might have happened the first yeah, half of the season. Yeah, I think so. Or it may be that that was our DNA. Or that might be the yeah, that was our ball club. But to Joe's point... You can't tell me if Tennessee had a Vanderbilt schedule from the very beginning and, and you played what they've played, which is to say, I mean, listen to this. Uh, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, that's a 4-2 and two start for the Vols. Those two teams are terrible. Georgia, that's a 6-3 and three start for the Vols. And then at Missouri, that's a six and six start for the Vols, and then South Carolina. They probably go two and one against them at home. So that's you know, you're at least eight and six there. You're at least alive if you had that, or eight and seven anyway. You're at least alive at that point. But you also kind of have to say also to kind of combat that too. If you're going to boot balls around the way we do, you're not beating the, even the bottom of that team. 
because it's just you can't. They're not. You're not beating any high level team like Tennessee Tech. Is where that's going to be a hard game tomorrow. I mean, especially after the last couple of years how they've played us, that's going to be a tough game if we go out there and start booting balls around. And that's the other thing is, yeah, yeah, it's. It's so obvious, like, when this team starts doing that, too, which they're just going to do. I mean, they're not a very good fielding team. They're just, they take it straight to the plate because it shows up when you look at that, the way they spread out of these games where they're hitting the ball pretty decent and, you know, they get runners on base in first and second innings. Then they start booting the ball around about the third or fourth inning, and then all of a sudden they go up there and they start trying to take it out on the pitches there that they're staying at the, at the plate, and it's just not working. Like it's, and we don't have a shortstop and we don't have a catcher. We've got probably three of both and we don't have one. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, uh it's I mean, pretty it's depressing. Pretty... Other than that, we're pretty good up the middle. <laughs> but. Well, do we know, and I, do we know why Hunter Inslee didn't play at all yesterday? That was curious. Is he like, I don't, I don't, I mean, is a. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just have no clue. He's your best hitter in league play. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know, but he's your best hitter in okay. league play. What did he get? Did he get hurt on that collision? In the oh, outfield, he might have. He might have. Been. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. That collision. But, if that isn't Tennessee baseball this year, in a nutshell, <laughs> what in the world, Beanstar, are those two guys doing colliding on the on a routine play like that? Well, Tony, that I mean, on on balls that are hit where both fielders can catch them in the outfield, uh, that's that's not that uncommon. You just you don't hear uh, the center fielder call it. Who should have once the center fielder calls it, everyone else should clear out of the way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the center fielder calls it too late uh, to avoid it. It, it. Those those things just happen on tweener balls. So. Unreal. Well, and that happens, by the way, in all fairness to them, that happens at all levels. That happens in Major League Baseball. You see those guys collide, and they have thousands of them uh, in their uh, in their run-ups to seasons, and not to mention playing 162 games together. You see outfields where guys are used to playing with each other have that type of thing happen. I guess it's what makes the game interesting. And it, to me, it's what makes no sense about the analytics era where they say, Striking out's the same thing as flying out. No, it's not. If I hit a fly out, I got to make you make a play. If I strike out, I'm walking back to the dugout. Last time I checked. But what do I know? Gold brick. Anything else for us? You've been an incredible caller today. Well, the only thing I'll just say on the out on the outside, at least I do have the Braves to look forward to. I don't know what to say about your sillies there. Well, I'm. I got to eat. And that's not funny. Let's go back to the phones. You're going to make me lose my appetite talking about the Braves and the Sillies. The Sillies are at the White Sox this week, uh, Bino. Do we have a good chance of getting out of there with a serious win, in your opinion? Uh, what are the pitching matchups? It's supposed to spit snow today. That sounds inviting, doesn't it? Sitting over there in that yeah. ballpark. It's Spitting in snow. Chicago, Tone? Oh, yeah, in Chicago. Oh, yeah, south side there with it snowing, that should be good. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I could think of a better way to spend the Monday like any other way you could think about it. 865-200-5402 if you want to join. Um, let's get our next call. Um, and who's up next with us? Round and round she goes. Hit me, Bina, with some, I mean, uh, Bri, with somebody random. H- who we got next? Hello. You got me, Tony. What's up, brother? Buddy, Coach Tony is hanging by a thread. It seems like opponents is kicking our, kicking our, vo- our baseball volunteers while they're down. Does that remind you of something? It re- I'll tell you what it reminds me of. Brian's Jaguars kicking my Titans while they were down. Everybody, everybody gets down. What what happened was we bought the lie here. What happened, um, we bought the lie, Bino, that it was never going to happen to Tony Valls. Yeah, he's, he's just been so good. From the time that he first got here, um, and uh, most every team that he's had has been better than we expected it to be, uh, and this is the first blip on the radar. But in all fairness to Tony, and I'm not here to cover for Tony because this team's unwatchable right now, but in all fairness to him, he did tell us that it was preposterous that they were put in the top of their uh, at the top of that sport coming into the season. He thought that was absurd to put Tennessee there. Yeah, and I don't think even the most uh, avid Tennessee baseball fan, uh, the most orange-colored glasses Tennessee baseball fan, thought this was going to be the number two team in the country. But everyone did think that it would be a team uh, that would make the NCAA tournament uh, without a whole lot of problems. And I remember the first couple losses in the year thinking to myself, that's kind of good, let the air out of this thing. Little did we realize that kind of the team we saw out there in Arizona, which is to say an unsound team that finds a way to beat itself, is pretty much who these guys are to this point. So the bottom line of it is, Tony, you don't hit, you don't win. You don't do a good job fielding, you don't win. And that's the name of that tune. Well, that's right. And and the thing that's happened, which I'm convinced this has happened, I think Tennessee starters practice around these guys. We see, Bino, we don't talk about this, but I think they see these guys, and I think they realize I've got to be picture perfect here. Uh, or I'm, or my, I'm going to have a terrible one loss record and a terrible ERA. Cause the thing about college baseball that nobody can de- deny is that there are a lot of plays they score hits that are actually balls that should be fielded. That is, that is, uh, cooked into that sport, Beanstar, those numbers, those ERA numbers. Yeah. And I think several factors came into play here, Tony. I, uh, I, I think for the first time, uh, Dolander was w- way up on uh, Major League Baseball's radar for basically the first time in his life. 
Mm-hmm. I think he's tried to pitch to that. I mm-hmm. think Burns is doing some of the same. Uh, and I think that they, uh, Beam is the one that's been the most comfortable. And I think he's the one that had the least spotlight on him. Then you add to it that last year they could just kind of go out there and cruise because they knew they were going to have huge run support. Uh, they didn't have to be as fine as they have to be this year. Uh, so I think all of those things have come into play. Yes. And then baseball just grinds you, Tony. It, it, you, you get failure after failure and it gets on your shoulders and it just becomes harder and harder and harder to carry. And mentally, those guys are just, when you see Beam yesterday have the type of outing he had, you know mentally these guys right now just need a break. So they need to take two out of, who do they play next weekend, this coming weekend, Vanderbilt? Mighty, mighty Vanderbilt leading the league by two games, but haven't played a soul. If they don't take two out of three, or if they don't sweep the, the series, it's going to be nothing, Tony, but Doom City. And two out of again, three, Bill. Two out of three works, Bill. Two out of yeah, three, I will take they that need all day to, long. They need to pull a meatloaf on Vanderbilt, meaning two out of three ain't bad. Well, And that's the name this. of that tune. What's your favorite meatloaf tune, uh, Beans, uh, uh, Titans, Bill? The one I just brought up. Two out of three ain't bad. I would. I love. That's a great jam. I love uh, either. Um, oh God, what's that song called? I just had it in my brain. Not the Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Uh, I can't think of it. I just drew a blank. Uh, Bill, you have a Dwight Gooden. Don't make me blank out like that, you clown. Let's get Fred in here. Fred, welcome in. Something happened along the way. What used to be happy is sad. Something happened along the way, and yesterday was all we had. Buddy, after the love is gone. Jay Graydon song. Beautiful, man. Earth, wind, and fire. Is that is that our baseball team this year, Tony? Brother, I would do anything for love, but I won't do the hat. That's my uh, favorite uh, meatloaf tune, written by Jim Steinem. And yes, this team, uh, wow, this, you know, it feels like it feels like you went from 110 wins in Major League Baseball to 110 losses overnight, Freddie Jack, overnight. It's like whiplash, fan whiplash. Yeah, I mean, when you had one of the greatest teams ever last year, even though we didn't make the World Series, and then we have so much struggle this year, but probably over expectations, you know. Yep. From from everyone. Yep. And uh, you know, you're not going anywhere but down from last year, right, Freddie? But not this yeah. far down, like I thought. Okay, you know, win 45, 50 games, 40, whatever the number is, and uh, win 15 or 16 in the SEC and comfortably get in. And Shoot, these guys will be very fortunate to make the NCAA tournament, very fortunate hey, from here. What if they can make an Ole Miss run, get in by the skin of their teeth? and I mean, they, yep. they've proven they can – well, they didn't beat Arkansas, but they beat LSU. 
they beat Florida. They can beat anybody on a given day. I think that Ole Miss team had more senior leadership on it, though, that helped them. Yeah. I don't think this team has that. Nope. From what I've seen so far. This team's similarity with Ole Miss is they have the same record after uh, the same amount of time. That's their similarity. Yeah. And two Paisans coaching that are both great, 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 great leaders. I will be all right, Tony. We'll, Tony Valls will get the ship righted. If not this year, next year, you know. Yeah, Freddie, I'm not worried about the program. I'm worried about this one team. Yeah. And, you know, those transfers, that are the portal guys they got, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, LSU wanted Maui, and I'm yep. sure Denton could have got some good offers. And uh, the kid that was a conference player of the year, he had a lot of offers too, so. It's just so oh, weird, yeah, you a, know. It's a crapshoot. It's. How do they how do they respond when they come into this league? It's it's hit or miss. You know who they've hit yeah. on, guys? They've hit on their pitchers. Halverson was a hit. Yeah. Of course he pitched in the league before, we know that. Lindsay was a hit. Um Dolander was an a absolute hit. grand slam. They've hit on their pitchers. It's been very sketchy uh on the position players. Very sketchy to say the least. Don't you know what I like about everything I see about the football team? I watch, you know, they do these kind of, the recruits coming in. You just see all kinds of quotes. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's happy. Play atmosphere. You get Coach Hopple up there, he's smiling. I mean, everything's, everything's positive. It's like a 360. From what we've had in, I don't know, years and years and years. I don't know if we've ever had it this good, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I was thinking, Freddie, you know, the uh, uh, the the spring game's gone back to being a celebration and, and kind of looking forward with, with hope, um, which it lost for a lot, a lot of years. I mean, I look at some of the quotes from the former players they had all the vf over 300 vfls there and that down day plowman down day plowman's down there doing group shots you know and oh, yeah she's smart like that and uh danny white's out there i mean everybody's pulling together and, and uh you know Papa may not win any national championship you got. You still got to have the talent, but he's he's going in that direction. You know, everything. Everybody's pulling in the same direction. Well, the thing I like about the Hypel era is that, and you said it, it just kind of makes you smile. And how long has it been since you thought about Tennessee's football program? By yourself, middle of summer, late May day early June day, and thought, man, I did it the other day. I thought, you know, football season this year is going to be really fun, and that's something to really look forward to. And I thought to myself, huh, what a concept. And it's not from a like a world domination 
standpoint because I think this team has some questions on it. Now, I, you know, I don't think they're going to duplicate last year's success by any means. I mean, they could, but I don't think they will. Um, that's not the point. The point is, I think about Tennessee sports and I smile. You know, Freddie, that's a for for you. That's a really, really great point. Yeah, I get. I guess I got it because maybe you're in Philly. I don't know. Did you hear he said, "Bino, like I suck the brain cells out of him when I'm nearby." <laughs> yeah, How great the is vibe you, the vibe you, the vibe you put off goes a long way. The negative vibe. They can't reach. They can't reach me in Philly. Hey, I haven't been negative on the baseball team today, have I? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tony, Tony, you're negative when they win. You're fairly in the box. That is so uh, un- patently unfair and so untrue. Well, you just fell you. out there and presented him your chin. I mean, just... hey. It- Tony, instead of New York State of mind, it's a Philly state of mind. But you know, you know, every once in a while, Freddie will surprise me, Bino, and actually give me a compliment or show me some love. But yeah. it just didn't happen today. Yeah, Tony. I don't have I don't have to give you a compliment to, to, for you to know that I love you. I've been with well, you over thirty thank, years. Does that does that not say enough? Cheap. You've been cheap shotting me for thirty years. That's a great point. Those are cute. Those are Cupid's arrows, Tony. <laughs> Is that what they are? Is that what they are? And you to quote another song. <laughs> shoot that poison arrow through my heart. Go ahead. Hey, you look like a porcupine, Tony. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what God's done to me these days. Oh my God! When when are you coming back home, Tony? Middle of next week, probably. Oh, okay. Extended well, we business. miss you. Yeah, my family's sick of me, so. Yeah. 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 We're my at brother Steve. Well, good point. My brother Steve, who, you know, I take around, my special needs brother, I call him up. I said, Steve, you want to go to lunch? He goes, uh, Tony, go home. Tony, go home. <laughs> <laughs> He's, sick of- He's sick of me. <laughs> When's Tony go home? When's Tony go home? Hey, uh, thank you, Freddie Jack. Love you. You absolute cheap shot artist to the stars. What a clown. 865-200-5402. Upon the continuance, Tennessee Hoops had a couple visitors in over the weekend. I'll tell you what I know, and then I'll tell you what we don't know, because there's, there's a little bit of both. It's your Tony Basilio show. I got two to play today, so we're break. We're, we're uh, no TLD Logistics Overdrive overtime tomorrow. Evan Russell will be with us. Chris Lee from SEC 14 will be in the house. Brian, are they changing that name to SEC 16 in 2024? I haven't. Or is he going to keep it? Is he going to keep it at the SEC? Yeah, I guess I, I guess SEC you would 14. have to do that. We're not. This isn't the Big Ten you're dealing with here. This is a well, conference that could keep it. They could count. I would just keep it. I'd keep it SEC fourteen, and just uh, make my statement.
when the league has like 20 teams. And just lop it off. Don't cover the, the uh, two newcomers. Let, uh, let Oklahoma and Texas just kind of just sort of initiate them. By the way, speaking of Oklahoma and Texas, the um, baseball RPI is out. Let me see where these teams are. I want to I look at this real quick. Like um, The RPI looks as follows. Uh, well, I don't have Oklahoma or Texas. I was going to look at the list here. But the Vols are 23rd in the latest RPI. Bama's 22. Missouri's 24. Mississippi Mistakes, 25. Georgia's 38, Auburn's 43, South Carolina, a future Tennessee opponent, is 2, Kentucky's 1. So those of you that were looking for relief, I just can't get no relief. Businessmen, they drink my wine. Can we take my herb? Take a brief time out, a little Jimi Hendrix for you. We'll come back. We'll do a little Tennessee hoops and then get a few more calls in. As we continue, it's a Monday edition after this. Spread the word and get the app at TonyBasilio.com for Android and iPhones. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer.
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Laurie Cole, Executive Director with Pay Grace Forward. We are a community solution to predatory lending. We help people in Murray County who are trapped in payday and title loan debt. We do this through financial mentoring followed by low interest grace loans. To see if Pay Grace Forward can help you or to volunteer with our organization, please visit our website at paygraceforward.org or call 931-548-6797. Join us on April 21st at 7.30 a.m. for the Dorothy Campbell Golf Scramble. This is going to be an annual event. It'll be hosted by the Tohee Golf Course on April 21st, starting at 7.30 to noon. Proceeds from this tournament will go towards the academic and athletic opportunities for our students at Columbia Central. Please contact Ms. Christy Smith at Columbia Central High School or Dr. Mike Steele, the principal at Columbia Central High School. Hope to see you out there to celebrate this amazing individual for the Dorothy Campbell Golf Scramble. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. 865-200-5402 if you want to join. <clears throat> Back to our phones we go. On allergic day, man, where I'm at, there's pollen everywhere on, on these cars. Uh, so they're having the weather. We, we had in Knoxville about a month or so ago, pollen everywhere. Uh, back to the phones we go, and then I'll get some U- UT Hoops uh, stuff here real quickly because they had a couple of visitors in out of the portal over the weekend. Mike, you're in Portland. Welcome in. Hey, Tony. Good to hear you guys. Yes, sir. Home of the Timbers. That's right. Uh, timbers are not going to be very good this year. Well, I, this, this is terrible. We're, we're still packing. The Army's still packing it in, but it's a, a transitional year let's try to be politically correct yeah not a very kind of like we're kind of like in knoxville kind of like what we're seeing with the baseball deal <laughs> you're not going to be great and it's our little lesson here you're not going to be great 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 every year here's a here's a couple of things for you and then i'll let you go i talk i, I listen but it's a crazy season so uh, i don't know if you saw uh Hendon hooker on the uh on the clock stuff with the manning guys but he was wearing a Conbridge holloway t-shirt Beautiful. And I love that. 
So that's, that's thought, super uh, cool. Your, boy, your guy Jalen Hurts just signed a hundred seventy-three million dollar uh, uh, contract. That's guaranteed. hard to relate to, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But anyway, I've been watching Tennessee baseball, and this is just a question for you guys. Is that Russell Kidd does a great job? He has a, he has a future in broadcasting. It seems like to me, but um, is it the coaching on, on these on the defensive stuff and the errors? Uh, is it coaching or the talent or just communication and focus? I just don't understand what's going on with the baseballs. If I just seeing what you guys think, Bino, how do you answer that? Well, I, I, Mike, it, it it looks to me like that just from a personnel standpoint, uh, that they were somewhat downgraded defensively at almost every infield position. I'm not sure they have the answers on the roster uh, that can combine swinging the bat the way you want to uh, with fielding the position. To uh, I, I'm sure they work on all of that stuff. Uh, I, I like coaching more on um, the the some of the base running stuff, uh, not knowing, uh, and I'm not saying they don't work on these things, but uh, it's not drilled in them to cover bases and that kind of thing. We, we've had those kind of, of issues this year. I do lay a little bit of that on the coaching, but I think yeah, that this roster makeup and and the youth of this team are, are the biggest problems. Yeah, I just kind of just – these are Division One guys playing for Tennessee, so I, I think I just had better expectations just on basics and fundamentals kind of deal that we all learned a long time ago. But, hey, thank you, guys. Good talking to you. Thank you, and it makes them really hard to watch. Okay, here's a quick <clears throat> hoops recruiting update. I'll have this tomorrow over at tclub.team, but here you go. Ludlam, uh, the kid from Harvard who visited over the weekend, is now at St. John's. He's going to an- announce in the next 48 hours – and Tennessee feels like that thing could go any way you want it. He has been extremely silent. He has been non-communicative to the media. Uh, and so much so that the thought was that he was going to go to Indiana. He was crystal ball to a couple sites to Indiana, but he has gone stone-cold silent on everybody and basically shoot away um, uh, any of that. Uh, this weekend, he's he's just not communicating. He's not talking anywhere he goes. But he's supposed to announce something. It's Tennessee, St. John's, and Indiana. The thing about him is um, is that Grant Williams has worked overtime on him, and we'll see how it goes. The next kid who's the Northern Colorado, uh, for his position, the number one player in the in the portal, very good player. Um, Indiana's on him, North Carolina's on him, Oregon's on him, a couple West Coast schools. The, it's an interesting situation because he essentially told the North Carolina people that he, he didn't want to come visit their campus because it's too far east, but he came to Knoxville, which is really strange. Uh, he's a hell of a player. Uh, if you had your choice in your Tennessee, you probably would take him over Ludlam. They're both pretty good. I'm not sure this year when you look at outside of Hunter Dickinson, I'm not sure how many knockout, tremendous impact players are left in the portal. Arkansas 
has gotten a bunch of guys, including the Matt kid from Houston. Arkansas is just ripping the portal apart. But that's what their program is. That's that's who their coach is. That's what they're going to do annually, which leads me to this. And, and on the neck guy, who knows what's going to happen with him. Does Tennessee have enough NIL money to get to get home with him? We'll see. He's a guy I'm not counting on, but we'll see what happens. Tyler Perry's really interesting because Arkansas got Arkansas was thought to be the leader for him, and Arkansas basically went out and bought a class, and that's fine. That's the age we're living in, uh, and it was thought that Tyler Perry was going to be their point guard. Um, Tennessee's still involved. He's a total. His team around him is wearing out these teams so much so that Musselman took a downgrade from Louisville over him because they were just so tired of dealing with him. And they took a downgrade from Louisville even though uh, the, the belief was they were in pretty good shape with him. Musselman's just like, screw this, I'm not. I'm tired of dealing with your people. That's that's the backstory there. Tennessee's still involved. Texas Tech is involved with him. Louisville, who, I mean, let's just call it what it is. They were dreadful last year. They're going to be really dreadful next year. They're involved with him. Alabama's involved with him. So we'll see what happens with Tyler Perry. So that's where things are uh, with uh the basketball Vols coming out of the weekend. No commitments. Uh, neither of the two guys that came in committed on the spot. Um, and to be honest with you, it's kind of mysterious what's going to happen from here. But Tennessee feels like both guys had pretty good visits. We'll see. It is interesting that Necht... Uh, told North Carolina they're too far east to come. This is as far east as he's come. So, and he's a West Coast guy. We'll see what happens. Bino, Jeff, give me a final thought till we talk again on Friday. Hate to get stumped on R&B, Tony. So my three favorite uh, Eddie Kendrick's solos are Tell Her Love Has Felt the Need, Come Back Home, and Shoeshine Boy. Look it up. Because when Bino Jeff Henderson speaks of old R&B, brother, you, it, it is almost like talking to Tom Bell himself. It is almost like talking to... Uh... This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram thanks St. Jude Children's Hospital for their admirable work. We are committing to their cause of providing quality care to families in need at no cost to them by donating $150 for every new vehicle sold. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is proud to partner with St. Jude for the fourth consecutive year. If you are currently in the market for a new vehicle, visit the team in-store or shop online at ChryslerDodgeJeepRamOfColumbia.net to help families protect what matters most. You can count on us. 
Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day -day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Hi, Jimmy Elliott for Columbia Ace Hardware. I want to invite you to the grand opening of our garden center, Saturday, April 29th. Come check out our great selection of fruit trees, hanging baskets, ferns, and garden plants. We'll have those things you need to get your garden growing. There'll be lots of activity that day, grilling demos from our Big Green Egg and Traeger experts, free giveaways with your garden center purchase, and Breeze Homemade Ice Cream will be there to take care of your sweet tooth. The doors open at 8 a.m., 112 East James Campbell. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Oh! 
Coach, baseball is back, and WKRM 103.7 is excited to bring you coverage and sponsorship options for this 2023 season. That's right, Taff, and this year our advertising partners had the option to sponsor our live Little League coverage, Atlanta Braves coverage, or a combo package that carry both of them. This area loves baseball, and what a great way to support the community by helping us bring coverage of our Little League, but also taking a moment to promote local businesses. People are crazy about the Atlanta Braves. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's something special and timeless about baseball radio broadcast. There sure is. So visit Front Porch Radio TN and click on the blue Advertise With Us button for more information about how your company can sponsor baseball of all kinds this season with WKRM. The NASCAR Xfinity Series. Under the green flag now, Justin Allgaier on the inside. Heads to Dega. This is a prime opportunity for Josh Berry, and he has risen to the occasion. Who will prevail down the Alabama gang super stretch? John Hunter Nemechek down to the inside of Chandler Smith off turn four. Chandler Smith has the momentum. It's the Ag Pro 300. 2.30 Saturday, April 22nd on WKOM 101.7 FM. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.